you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hi everyone, this is Tony Dow and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start this one saying that the antenna audience are newcomers to Pharmacy Informatics. So today we're actually going to be talking about something called body area networks. So body area networks are also known as personal area networks. And this goes into a lot of like the digital health stuff where there's like devices that's hooked onto like the human body. And then there's like little radio transmitting um, kind of technology that's used so that it can be transmitting that information and data. So today's episode is going to be a little bit not related to the typical idea of what you think about with pharmacy informatics, uh, but it's still important to know. And it's uh, kind of related to all the remote patient monitoring that people are going to be using nowadays for uh, how they're going to monitor patients from a remote location uh, when they're not seeing the patient on a daily basis. So body area networks, it's a really interesting term. It's like a kind of like a local area network for networking with components, but it's on your body. So these are like devices, consumer devices, consumer electronics that hook up. There's like biosensors, there's maybe heart rate sensors, there's things that maybe check your uh, EKGs or something like that. And these are within the network of around your body. So biosensors are attached to like user's body can be used for remote health monitoring and, uh, you know, still offering like high mobility. Uh, and I think like the th- two things that you need to know about like band is that there's two major components. There's the intra band and then there's the extra band. So the intra band is the internal communication around the body. So these sensors are connected to something like it's called a mobile base unit that serves like a kind of CPU or data processing center. And this is an MBU, mobile-based unit. And this can be uh, used, you know, this can be any kind of consumer electronic device that we carry on a regular basis, kind of like a cell phone or um, back in the day, like the PDAs or um, in-car hands-free kits or things like that, or anything that has like a wireless modem. Uh, for the extra band, the extra band is the external communication between the components and surrounding the body and the outside world. Now, this is usually in telemedicine. This is like, the data that's being collected and processed and analyzed and being sent back to the providers or whoever's monitoring the patient. And, you know, in order for bands to actually, you know, the band devices to actually work well, they need to have like a very low power consumption. Because what's the point, right, of having these mobile devices where they drain battery all the time? They need to have like a low, uh, you know, data throughput of around like 10 kilobytes or kilobits per second. And uh, the actual power consumption needs to be low as well. There are still going to be issues of ban. I mean, the first thing you can think of is data security. Uh, it, there's no data protection mechanism that's in most of these situations. So there's uh, a potential issue of data security. There's also uh, considerations of quality of service because they need to make sure, you know, all these devices are on you and connected at all times. What if the quality of service is low, right? You're going to have disconnects in the monitoring. So that's not going to be good. And, uh, you know, bans are being used right now, ban devices, but then there's no real standard that's currently set for band implementation. So the devices that people use, there's no like one standard. However, having said that, there are a lot of things that are being used right now that use Bluetooth or the standard like um, popular like IEE 802.15.1 or uh, Zigbee. So these are some of the different standards that they do use, but there's no like official standard for all these band devices. So what are some of the examples of band devices? So uh, a lot of like the band devices out there now, they can be used for monitoring some of the chronic conditions like uh, asthma, diabetes, heart problems, or maybe logging and tracking of related data that, you know, can accomplish uh, 
detection of potential issues like asthma attacks or uh, when their heart uh, is problematic upon exertion, things like that. And band devices are not just used on the consumer side, but they're also also used on the hospital side. But there is a problem on the hospital side because there's a challenge to overcome in which how do you distinguish one band system from another patient, like one patient to another patient and not mix up that data. And there are also like other challenges too. There's like um, primarily like these are four other challenges. One we kind of talked about already standards, like what are the specifications, what kind of operations, um, operating system there are, uh, what kind of protocols are being used for the message transfer. Uh, another thing is the amount of radiation, electromagnetic radiation that is being used. And the, the amount of electromagnetic radiation that's induced, it's also susceptible to interference. So if there's any other devices that use something similar, it may interfere with that radiation. Uh, there's also calibration issues in which like you need to calibrate the device for that patient. And then there's also issues sometimes of integration where uh, there is connection problems, there's database uh, linking problems, there's also problems of like keeping the device mounted and staying on the patient. There's a few other uh, very specific to the human body kind of challenges as well. So for example, you have multiple sensors on your body and they are trying to uh, connect to the mobile uh, base unit, which is maybe your cell phone. As you're moving around, these uh, things that are attached to your body are going to be communicating to your phone. But then at different points of your movement, they may be facing away from the phone and they may be facing, they may be further away from the phone or closer. And that's going to affect like how much of that data is being transmitted consistently and efficiently to the phone. Um, another issue too is that the sensors on the human body, when you are in higher activity, you have, you got to also consider like uh, human sweat, right? Perspiration, that's going to affect the sensors that are sensing maybe uh, some of the skin characteristics on the person. They may not be able to attach to the skin when you're, there's perspiration. So there's a lot of like little things like that that need to be considered as well with these kind of devices. So hopefully today's episode was able to kind of give you a little bit intro into all these different devices that are using a body area network and kind of give you a better understanding of what body area networks are and what personal area networks are. All right, if you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.